This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan, and today I am here with. Wait, wait a sec. Who's that? That uh, green guy with the pirate. Ha- oh my goodness, is that Grundle from the homebrew? Hey, I heard you guys were doing pirate stuff down here, so I uh, I came to see what you got. Uh, what you got here? Uh, not. I mean, you're a space pirate. These are like actual pirates. I don't. Um, well, there's nothing good here. Just a bunch of doubloons and jade and a worthless map. What do you got there? That's a lot of pretty nice looking mic. Wait, give me that no. piece of shit. No, no, that's my mic. I need that. Wait, no, come back. Next time, you better have something good for me. Well, uh, huh? I guess I'll, I guess I'll just start over. Welcome back to the Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons & Dragons play podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nathan. Joining me is Jonathan. Hudson Swift, who's in extra deep shit now. Join us in the first interlude of this campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. This session obviously might end up a little bit cutscene-y due to the format of it. Hopefully it's still entertaining for Jonathan and for uh, all of you listeners. Jonathan, you're, or Hudson, I should say, will still have agency, but it's not going to be like kind of a video game situation where there's specific things you can do in like a certain sequence to figure out how to escape. It's um, it's a more realistic, grounded kidnapping, and your captors are not like idiots. Okay. So, or they could let me go. I, I'm not saying you're not going to escape. I'm saying if you escape, it's absolutely going to be earned. It's not going to be like me pulling punches or anything like that. Gotcha, okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, you don't need to pull any punches because I'll escape. Hudson doesn't need anyone. Right. Okay, so uh, first off, Jonathan, you can expend a hit die and regain one hit point plus whatever you rolled. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, guess I, I guess I'll roll a hit dice. That sounds okay by me. And I regain six health. Which is actually not bad. Yeah. Alright, so did I win? Did I escape? Is that... Yeah, I rolled a six. You're off to a fine start. Oh, okay, good, good. I was, you regained one health just from waking up and then regained six. I'm actually going to be up to... Seven. Okay, perfect. You go. So when you regain consciousness, you immediately recognize that something feels different. Aside from being handcuffed and bound up, you feel mm-hmm. more balanced than you have in some time. You realize that the wooden floor below you is swaying, rocking, creaking. For the first time in a 15, 16, 17 episode podcast, you are on a boat. Is it a boat or is it a ship? Can I can I ask? Can I roll inside? I mean, uh, squares and rectangles. It's a ship. Okay. Well, I mean, the diff- a ship is bigger than a boat. You, yes. know, you can put a boat on a ship, but you can't put a ship on a boat. I Yes, so. I understand. <laughs> All right, so I'm on a <laughs> is your ship. strategy just to annoy me until I just let you go? <laughs> well, that is pretty much how Hudson does things. <laughs> um, so this brief comfort is tempered by the fact that you are a prisoner. You are bound but not gagged, and you do have one level of exhaustion from being knocked out um, in the last episode <sighs> that you were present. Okay, yeah. Right, so you're in some kind of storage hole, um, trussed up near barrels labeled things like salt pork, oranges, ale, a handful of other consumables. 
uh, one of the two shark folk is sitting on a nearby crate, cradling a massive blunderbuss in his arm. Don't even think about trying to escape, he says. Hudson, like, is dangling, and he's like, I wouldn't dream of it, mate. And then, like, kind of tries to, like, jerk himself so he dangles the other way so he doesn't have to look at this guy. <laughs> um, I had not imagined you're suspended from the ceiling, so you can just roll over. We'll say you're just, like, tied up on the ground. Oh, I was definitely going for, like, a Luke and the Tauntaun sort of situation. Sure. I mean, do you have inspiration currently? I I do. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> well, you, you can give me more. <laughs> Legal, or, like, rules is written, I can't give you more, but this is an interlude. We're going to do special rules. You are suspended from the ceiling, as uh-huh. you said, and um, because of that penalty, you now have two points of inspiration instead of just one. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yep. Yep. It'll be our little secret. Nobody will ever find out. Except for all of the tens of thousands of listeners, or maybe like three listeners. Well, you know, it'll be our little secret listeners. Right. I'm winking at them, but they're not winking back. I don't understand. Yeah, if you can wink back right now, we'll appreciate that. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I see you. Yeah, okay, so Hudson, you have kind of rotated around a little bit so that you're facing away from this shark bulk. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna kind of sit there. Uh, I think Hudson kind of like is swaying from the motion, um, and then after probably like a solid two or three minutes, he gets bored, and so he kind of like wiggles himself back around. He's like, "I so uh, where are we going, by the way, mate?" We're uh, we're going on uh, not best of the the directions. Uh, east, I think. I think it's east. I so do you know where the sun? Do do, do you understand what the sun is? He just glares at you. Yes, I know what the sun is. I so you you look at it when it's rising and then when it's setting, and then you know where you're going. Great, it's nighttime. I so uh, anyway, I'm assuming uh, me old friend Tom sent you, right? Uh, I don't think that he called you a friend. I suppose we're more like mates or perhaps chums, maybe. I guess. I think he'd probably be. I think I think he'd be okay if I were to be. Laying on the ground, or, you know, he, he'd let me have a few glasses of ale on this journey, at least. I'll, uh, I can, I can put you on the ground, but I can't untie you. That's all right, uh, just if you could get to me a glass of ale, perchance. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I should give you anything. I think he would let me. I mean, after all, he's given me this grand welcome, you know. Make a deception check. All right, cool. Hudson got a nine. <laughs> and uh, Rip also got a nine. Um, I don't I remember. goes to the attacker. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> when uh, when there's when there's a tie, when two people roll, I don't remember who it goes to. So I think we it goes to the one who's more handsome. What? Okay, for the rest of this session, I'll, I'll look at the actual rule later. But for the rest of this session, tie goes to um, changing the status quo. Okay. So he says, um, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to give you anything or not, but I'm going to leave you strung up on the ceiling. I'll go ask and see what the others say. And he gets up and he lumbers out of the room. As soon as he leaves Hudson, I think it's going to be like jerking at the rope, like seeing if he can like rip the like whatever's holding himself, like holding him up, like the hook or whatever it might be, and like mm-hmm. rip himself down to the ground. Yeah, so for that, make a uh, make an acrobatics check. You sure it's not athletics? I'll give you athletics. All We're right. just getting unhooked. 
20 on athletics. Very nice. Okay, so you, you manage to wiggle yourself, um, and you fall to the ground. You're not high enough to take any damage, but it's still, like, any hit point damage, but it still hurts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are still, like, bound up. You're handcuffed, and there's a couple ropes around, like, your ankles and your wrists. Mm-hmm. Wiggling out of those will be athletics or sleight of hand. Okay. I mean, sorry, not athletics. Acrobatics or sleight of hand. Um... Uh, you could just try to straight up break them with athletics if you would prefer that approach. Hudson's pretty strong. I mean, he's you know he's lacking in his uh, mental facilities. So um, yeah, he's pretty strong. He's gonna he's he's gonna try and just like tear through the rope, I guess, and um, maybe like break the like uh, links of the handcuffs. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm gonna roll an athletics here, and I got a ten. Um, a ten is not enough to break your way out. Hudson forgot that he aged 20 years. <laughs> He's no longer right. as strong as he was in his 20s. Right. Um, hmm, I think... Alright, I think he's gonna try... Next, he would try, like, kind of, like, wriggle, crawling like a worm mm-hmm. um, over, like, into the darkest corner he can find behind some barrels, like, of rations. Okay. So... Is there any chance he could, like, crawl into a barrel? There's a chance. It's going to be a low one, uh-huh. because the barrels are sealed for, like, seafaring, and, and yeah, your hands are tied behind you. Yeah. Um, so you can make a... Uh, are you proficient in sleight of hand? I am not. Okay, so just make a straight strength check to see if you can pry something open. Okay, straight up strength. Let's see what we got. A 14? Yeah, that's not quite enough to open any of the boxes. Yeah. Um, so, bound up as you are, I'm going to say... Uh, your um, speed is ten feet right now because okay. you're like your feet are tied together at the ankles, so you can waddle. Up. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So you can you can move uh, like without penalty, just not. I mean, not without penalty. You can you can move, just not very fast. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to try to hide somewhere, that'd be a stealth check. You can have mm. advantage for the stealth check since you have. Do I seconds. see anything sharp or that would help me to like break my restraints or cut through the rope on my feet? You do. There is the hook that was um, originally holding you up. Like it's still on the ceiling, but it mm-hmm. it's not like a full loop of steel. Like it's got a sharp end. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you can make an investigation check DC twenty one. Um, if you meet or succeed that, then there will be something else in the room. There's All nothing right. else I planned, but just kind of for luck. Well, you know, uh, I have. <laughs> zero wisdom, so I'm going to make an investigation check. <laughs> and I got a three. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so just just the hook. Alright. Um, uh, can I search for anywhere to hide? Like, what would hiding look like in this room? Yeah. Um, okay, so the room you see is a bunch of barrels, a couple crates, uh, most of them, like, wooden with iron bands. They are stacked up to the... Uh, uh, like up to the ceiling on your left side of the room and stacked about halfway up throughout the rest of the room. Is there like any sort of keyhole or spy hole sort of thing in the door that I can check and see where people are at? Uh, there is not in a door, just an open doorway. Can I peek around the corner and see where that shark folk is? Uh, yes, you can. Bring a luck roll for you. I got a crit. Wow. Okay. Extra lucky for you. That's a first, yeah. Burned a crit on a luck roll. 
uh, when you peek around, you actually don't see him anymore. You see it's like hallway extending out through the kind of part of the boat that you, you know, he, he steps loudly, so you heard his trumping kind of fade down the hall, and you don't see him. Are there any other doors or anything in this hallway? There uh, are. I believe you can move your character, so if you want to do that slowly, I'll kind of explain what you see as you go. All right. I'm very nervous in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so on your right, you come to a wide doorway. Again, there aren't any actual doors here. Like, those would mm-hmm. swing too much in the that lobby. Sense. The seat. But um, yeah. it's, like, big enough for a double door. And it looks like there's some double more... Double door? <laughs> you did that last time, too. Um... <laughs> What can I say? I got I got no new jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's more crates and barrels and such. Do I see any other entrances down this this hallway? You don't. Uh, I I give you very limited vision because like you don't have any light sources on you right now, so it's just yeah. what your eyes have adjusted to in the darkness. Gotcha. Okay. Man, I really yeah. All right. Um, there was a lantern in the room that you were tied up in, but the shark wolf would have taken that with him. Gotcha, okay. Can I, like, listen to see if I hear him coming back? Yes, make a perception check. Alright, um... Make another luck roll. My luck roll's a 13. I got a 20 on perception. I created on perception, great. That's Excellent. The... Uh-huh. Yep, um, so you hear footsteps above you, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't hear any voices. You're aware this is a pretty large ship. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the biggest ones you've been on like a couple of the stuff held navy ships might have been bigger not by much like this is this is up there you uh, you don't hear anyone coming back right now mm-hmm. okay i think i'm gonna keep creeping down the corridor okay then and hoping my luck will hold mm-hmm. all right so you make your way down the corridor the wood creaks under your feet and you come to an opening on your left mm-hmm. and ahead of you i believe you can see this let me check yeah, yeah I think so. it looks like you can see like a staircase that would head up to the um, the floor above you. Okay, um, I'm gonna go into this door to the left. Okay, there. Um, I would say there is like an active light source um, oh. on the door ahead of you. If you wanted to go and take that, you could. Obviously, it would be apparent that it's missing. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, I'm really not. Uh, Hudson is probably smart enough to recognize that that would make him so easy to catch right like carrying a lantern around oh look at that bright spot in the darkness <laughs> right. or like it's moving wow, why it's not that... supposed to then why is there a lantern on the floor like in front of this closed cupboard cupboard like i wonder right. if he's in there um yeah so hudson's not gonna grab that okay so you head into the um the room to your left left from mm-hmm. the hallway which again appears to be just more um storage rooms that have been uh, sectioned off with wooden walls. So, mm-hmm. uh, in this room it's, you know, 20 by 30 feet. Again, this is a large boat. Mm-hmm. There's a couple doorways that lead to other um, storage chambers. Again, more more barrels, more crates of food and trade goods. Can I roll perception to see if somebody, like, if there's something sharp or something I think I can, like, wrap my you know, manacles around and break out of with that? Yeah, um, that'd be investigation instead of perception, but the DC is going to be lowered from 21 to 14 to find something useful. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to use inspiration on this as well. Okay. And I got a 12. Yeah, even with inspiration, not quite. 
At least not in these couple rooms. Okay. Can I find somewhere to hide for the moment? So make a perception check so that you can see what it would look like when someone walks into this room. If you get a 14 or higher, then I'll give you advantage on the stealth check. All right. I'm rolling perception. 15. Let's go. Nice. All right. So stealth check with advantage. All right. Stealth check with advantage. Okay. Okay. Fingers crossed. Um... I'm not going to use my inspiration, but I'm going to self-check and hope for the best. And I got an 18. Let's go. All right. Uh, inspiration wouldn't do any good when you already have advantage, because it just gives you advantage. Oh, that's a, that's a great point. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't nice. have gotten double advantage. All right. Yeah, so that's an 18. You can go ahead and put yourself like in kind of a corner with some barrels, just wherever you want. And uh, you hear some heavy footsteps uh, trunking their way back down the hallway. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Make a make a perception check. This is going to be how well you hear some of what's going on. Okay. Uh, roll in perception, and I got a four. Okay. So you just hear some voices. You recognize one of them as the shark folk that was guarding you. You recognize a couple of... Or you, you hear a couple other voices talking. Uh, sounds like they're arguing. And then uh-huh. there's an exclamation, uh, obviously, when they find that you're no longer hanging from the hole. And then just some kind of angry and frantic shouting. And that's mm-hmm. really all you're able to discern. No specific words or phrases. Okay. Um, can I check what barrels I'm hiding behind? Yep. Like, um, that is something I did not prepare. <laughs> Gives me a moment to think while you're you're thinking. Right. Okay, I'm going to roll a d6 to determine what is in... A, well, I, I'm going to roll 2d6 to determine what's in like the two nearest uh, barrels that you're between. Okay. Salt port. Mm-hmm. And uh, ale. And ale. Mm-hmm. I rolled a two and a one. The higher numbers were could have actually been very useful for you. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> you say that to taunt me, my friend. Hmm. The voices are getting louder. They're moving back um, toward the prow of the ship. Mm-hmm. Stern is back and prow is front, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and then starboard and port for right and left. Mm-hmm. Um... Boy, I am I'm at a loss right now. Uh, but I don't want to stay stationary. Right. So when you say stern, how far along the hallway do you think? Would I think they are? Would I estimate? Um, you can make another perception check. I'm gonna have them roll some investigation and perception real quick. I rolled a sixteen on my perception. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you more here in just a second. I'm just gonna see how long it takes them to search the hole. Okay, it takes them minutes so you've you've been here long enough to feel like you've lost track of time the way you do in these sort of mm-hmm. circumstances um, it might have been a couple minutes it might have been like 15 yeah you hear uh, the uh, larger shark folk like lumbering back up and saying I'm I'm sorry boss I, I he just you told me that you uh, you wanted to have some ale and and then you hear another voice saying you think I you think I would have given him that you know anything about who this motherfucker is? When I find him, he's gonna... Oh, he's gonna pay. Hudson definitely, like, shudders, like, goosebumps on the back of his neck sort of situation here. And then, like, under his breath, he's like... Starts, like, praying maybe a little bit, but he doesn't really know any gods to pray to. He's just like, I like, somebody, please, like, do something. Get Jack out here. Um, and... So when I hear these voices, do I think they're up the stairs, or do I think they're on the same level as me? Uh, same level as you. You you hear these voices clearly because you, again, proficiency and cartographer's tools coming in handy here. Uh-huh. 
have a decent sense of direction. So there was the long hallway running from uh, stern to... What's the other one? Prow. From stern to prow. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was the larger opening into the room on your right, and then you went to the left and into one of the rooms on the left side, or onto the port side of the boat. Mm -hmm. Um, So they are at the uh, um, doorway that you... Well, sorry. Luck roll. Um, They are not quite to the smaller doorway that you went into. So they're they're approaching. You can you can tell from how well you can make out the voices, but it looks like a couple people are still in the either the very back room or the room on the starboard side that you only briefly went into. I will say from your sixteen, you can tell that there are four individuals on this floor besides you. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna stay hidden. I think Hudson's a right. coward. He's nope. Well, Hudson would want to stay hidden, but he also is looking for anything that can help him, and he's gonna try to like kind of sneak his way over to the next group of, like, barrels and boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's gonna go into this corner. Okay, and let's have you make a stealth check to do that subtly. A 21. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> My stealth rolls better keep keep going that way, please. Wow, I got a 19 on perception. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm so- <laughs> So, like, right as you do that, the um, the boat kind of pitches and everything creaks and groans and it covers up your kind of scraping and scrambling. Okay. Um, can I roll perception on these uh, crates and barrels? Uh, yeah, I'll give that to you without perception. Let me just uh-huh. roll some things for the other people real quick. Like what? Like, what are you rolling for them? I'm, is it good? Uh, I, I'm rolling more luck to see, like, how long they take in certain rooms and how good they are at scouring those rooms quickly. Okay, gotcha. So I got a 16 on luck, which is good for you. Higher numbers for you are better on luck. Gotcha. Lower numbers are better for their, like, other things. Yeah. Investigation in a certain room goes poorly, so you can hear them. You're fairly certain they're in the room just uh, just to the prow of you, mm-hmm. or just north of you on the map. Yeah. And uh, all four voices are, are in here, um, or all four sets of feet. Mm-hmm. And you hear that same voice that cause like goose flesh to break it's like i swear when i find him oh he thinks this is clever oh he doesn't know what clever is he'll learn okay yeah hudson definitely like his teeth maybe chatter like for a moment and then he like clenches his mouth shut like his jaw shut right and after again an undeterminable amount of time the same voice kind of breaks out in a burst of energy and he says hey rick guard the uh uh guard the guard the hallway you two check the north room investigation on the north room, or I should say the stern. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes them a long time. Okay. What does Hudson find in this group of uh, barrels in the meantime? Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I'm just, I need something. Um, some more ale. <sighs> the one time you can't drink ale. And uh, some chain mail. How does this help me? I mean, it will make you a whole lot less stealthy. Yeah, and I don't I don't really need the defense right now, as far as I know. Okay. Well, I mean, I do, but I'd rather I'm take gonna, stealth. I'm going to increase the table from a d6 to a d10. Is there any chance... Shit. I should have taken the salted pork. That was a foolish decision on my part. I have no idea for what. I believe don't you. Worry. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, Chuck. Um, I'm actually just going to increase it to a D8 for now, so your next couple 
um, mm -hmm. next couple barrels might have more things. What can I do with ale? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try creeping over to the next set of barrels. Let's see if there's anything a little bit better for me there. Alright, let's have another stealth check. Uh, 14. Alright. Let me find his, uh, perception again. Ooh. And a 4. Goodness. I thought that was gonna be it. I really did too. I was like, a 14's not low, but it's certainly not high enough that I would I would feel comfortable. Right. Yeah, so you make it over to some more barrels. Okay. And you find some whale oil. Okay. And a, a box of cutlasses. Oh. Okay, can I start, like, um, how do I? Can I start using all, one of the cutlasses? All of these are labels. It's not like you're opening each one to see what's inside it. Yeah. All right, can I open the box of cutlasses as quietly as possible? You can certainly try. Okay. First, it's going to be a strength check because of your encumbrance with your hands tied behind your back. An athletics check or a strength check? Uh, we can say athletics. I'm going to say the DC is 14. 14 or higher. Okay. <laughs> crit. <laughs> you got a double crit. <laughs> That's crazy. What are the odds? Um, <laughs> double crit, you don't have to make a stealth check. You pop it open silently. Oh. Perfect. You are still handcuffed, so you're going to have disadvantage on any attack you make. But uh, you are armed. Can I, even though it's behind my back, can I, like, grab the cutlass? And can I, like, try to cut between my legs? Like, cut the things that are tying my legs together? Uh, yes. So, just do an uh, attack roll. Okay, with my normal cutlass. <laughs> yeah, and let's see. Um, you're trying to cut through ropes... Mm -hmm. bound uh, to your feet um, no okay let's say you you succeed but we're gonna have you make a stealth check to succeed quietly it's gonna be against perception 22 let's go nice before all right so I am back nice gods to, are in uh, your favor back to 30 feet that's good yep. that's certainly good I'm trying to figure out how to like get my hands free so it's like manacles right that are yes I'm trying to do is like this in my mind I'm doing this like contortionist like if I hold the cutlass with my feet and I'm like <laughs> sitting like crisscross applesauce can I like rub my manacles on I don't think that would work without like right. accidentally cutting my own chin open or something right I will say now that your feet are free you can manipulate your manacles so that your hands are in front of you now instead of behind you like I can do the cool ninja jump over them if you want to do the cool ninja jump, I'm gonna have no, you make no, I can, I can like sit down and do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, I'll do that. Um, okay. All right. I'm gonna say that's still disadvantage on um, cutlassing. Just your hands are in front yeah. of you, which will help with other things. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna make a luck roll real quick. Higher is better. Eleven. <sighs> well, this is not terrible. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Alright, I'm going to trust my luck again, and I'm going to move into the last uh, group of barrels in this co this other corner over here. Alright, let's see and if you... see what we get. Should I uh, should I self-check? Uh, yes. 11, I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> um, I will say you find, uh, before I make the, um, the other person's roll, you find uh, more ale, and you find um, another set of chainmail in a box. And they got a 12 on their person. Okay. Hey, you hear that? Check the room of the stern. Uh, Hudson, like, 
in his head, in his head, very specifically mutters like, nine hells, mate. <laughs> and I am going to open the barrel veil right there. Okay. Um, I will, I know you said ale. I'm just going to remind you in case you think of the chainmail later. It takes, I believe, uh, um, like 10 minutes to put heavy armor on or something yeah, ridiculous like I that. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no chance in this situation. It might help yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so you can open the ale. You, uh, I don't believe you could do so quietly at this point. Or, I mean, you could try to do so quietly, but they're, like, already in the room, so. Okay, um, I'm gonna try, can I try to do so quietly with a stealth check? Sure. Okay, um, rolling stealth, 11. Alright, I'm gonna give them advantage because they're working together and they're already in the room. Oh, um, and they critted. <laughs> yeah, so a 22, they, uh, they identify where you are. Also, mm-hmm. one of them's holding a light switch, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Wow, we've decided to let you go. <laughs> what a wow! You're a stand-up fella. You're just wow. You're so handsome. It would be a crime to touch a single hair on your head. Blood and thunder, mate. This is bad. All right, we're gonna need to go ahead and do some initiative. Nah, I think we're good. I'm afraid not. Oh, um, actually, you can subtract two off of that. I have an 18 initiative, I forgot, because I had... I usually have my spyglass that gives me... Oh, right. An advantage. I have my proficiency bonus, so I'm at actually at an 18. Okay. I apologize. No worries. Actually, I don't apologize. I hate you. <laughs> okay, so Hudson is actually going first with an 18, followed by Tom with a 12... A couple sailor thugs with a ten and rip with uh, the shark bulk with a seven. Yeah. So you're up. Hudson's gonna immediately try to knock the barrel of ale, open ale over, and try to uh, knock other people off their feet or make them slip or yeah. Okay. I've seen um, too many cartoons. <laughs> no, that's great. Do you want to wait until they get closer, or do you want to like drag the barrel and meet them halfway? I would probably prefer to wait for them to get closer. Okay. Yeah, I'd prefer for them to wait to get closer. I'll say you can have advantage on that then because it'll be more unexpected. So we're going to do a contested role. You do athletics and they'll do dexterity saves. Okay. Uh, Athletics. And I got a 17. Very nice. They get 11 and 5. Okay. So they're both prone. All right. Um... Um, I'm gonna do a luck roll on a one or a twenty. They one of them drops the lantern and it catches on the ale. That's exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen from pure luck. I got a fourteen. Uh huh. Um, can I run to grab the lantern? Uh, yes, you can. I'm gonna say one of them is still holding onto it, so resting it away from him would be another action. If you want to action surge, you can do that. Otherwise, you'll have to wait. I will action surge at okay. this point, yeah. All right. And is it an athletics check? Um, yep, athletics against his athletics or... Okay, 24. I don't I don't think he's going to do anything. Yeah, uh, he got an 18, but even so, yeah, you pull it away. Okay. So you're, like, over here now? Is that right? Yes, I'd be over okay. there. <sighs> the ale is spilling and spreading, seeping into the wood. I'm not going for the ale, Nathan. I'm going for that barrel of whale oil with a lantern in my hand. I, right. I think 
I'm assuming, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I had to drop the cutlass for the, the lantern, right? Um, no. Okay. Oh, I could, like, I could hold one in one hand and, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm holding yeah. the cutlass and or lantern. Or even, you know, you're a pirate. You can grab the cutlass in your mouth. Ooh, that's a great point. Yeah. Hold it in your teeth. Okay. I'm doing that. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to see, okay, I'm going to put the cutlass in the land. I'm going to put the, since I'm holding the cutlass in my teeth, can I open the barrel of whale oil? Can I? No. You know what I'm gonna do? Okay. I'm gonna stab the whale oil with my cutlass. I'm gonna stab it right in like the side of the barrel. Um, nice. And I want to start a leak of it. And then okay. I want to push it to the floor and start, um, yeah, and start pushing it in front of me. Okay, so given that you action surged, uh, you've moved it, you actually okay. have enough movement to make it back down. We'll say I'll let you stab it as a bonus action because it's an inanimate object, but tipping it mm-hmm. over and spreading it around is going to be another action on your next turn. Gotcha, okay. All right. Um, I'm also, you know what I'd like to do? I would like to second win right here. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Second winning is a bonus action as well. Oh, you're right, you're right. Never mind. So you can, you can do that instead of stabbing the barrel if you prefer. I, I think I would do that rather in, instead of stabbing the barrel. Um, okay. I'm going to second wind and get um, 14 health, I believe. No, no, uh, 12, wait. Yeah, 12 health, actually. Yeah, uh, correct. Okay. Nice. And, um, all right, that was an incredibly productive first round of combat. Yeah. So, coming from the doorway, I don't think you can quite see... Uh, oh, that no, lantern I can... Is, that lantern's oh, right. kind of unrealistically dim. I'm gonna brighten it just a little bit so you can see a little further. Okay. Don't say I never did anything for you. You never did anything for me. So you hear from the doorway. Uh, again, you can't quite see the doorway. Um, it's like just barely in the periphery of the light. But you hear, Hudson frickin' Swift. We meet again. And an individual steps into the light. I who, who are you talking about, mate? Who's this Hudson you speak of? And he he will blink. Let me describe him real, real quick, and then I'll do his reaction. So, okay. He is a um. He's a shark folk. He's a little bit shorter than you. He's not a particularly tall fellow. Yet, even so, his um, presence absolutely dominates the room. This is a man you know all too well. He's wearing a black Westanikin three-piece suit with a ruffled um, dress shirt underneath, uh, gold cufflinks and studs, and a matching velvet black bowler hat. A single gold ring pierces the side of his lip, and uh, many of his teeth are gold or silver. His eyes are black and as cold as death. His skin is the dull gray of apathy, and his smile is that of a cruel joke. This is Thousand Tooth Tom. Ugh. Dude, you gave me shudders in real life, like, as a player, not just as a character. <laughs> Hudson definitely, like, like, kind of cows down a little bit and, like, shivers definitely. Like, ugh. Like somebody's right. walking over his grave, which they very well might be soon, so... Yeah, and he's going to look at you and he's going to blink. He's going to yell, Hey, Rit, who the frick is this? This guy's twice the age of Hudson. I, I, I'm no Hudson. I'm I'm Mudson. Did y'all get the wrong, mate? Ah, bloody hell, this Hudson fella really gets me in a lot of trouble these days. I, I, I'm sure he did a lot of things wrong, but I have no quarrel with you, kind sir. His shark head swings back to you and he says, You say Mudson? I, I be a distant relation of this fella. I guess you know what happened to, uh, 
your uh, grandfather Morris then, right? Hudson, like, breathes slowly, and he's like, I-, I have no clue what you'd be talking about. We're really more like third cousins, fourth removed, or fourth cousins, third removed. I, I never quite understand the difference myself. Right, and this conversation is happening long enough that the two grunts kind of get up and move to the side. Uh-huh. And uh, the shark folk appears behind, uh, the larger shark folk appears, uh, appears behind Tom. Mm-hmm. And Tom says, well... I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, uh, Mudson, but, uh, Morris went, uh, uh he, he bit the bullet a couple weeks ago by my aunt. <sighs> well, that, that must be tragic for him and his close family. I can't even imagine, but, uh, I never knew the fella. I, I'm sure he was a great man, but didn't know a thing about him. Make a deception check. <sighs> 16. His insight is 22. <sighs> Alright. So, I mean, wow. uh, yeah, I I imagine the way this plays out is like, there's some sort of tell in Hudson in reference to his grandfather mm-hmm. that Tom is able to pick up on. Yeah, I think Hudson was hesitating before he said all this stuff, and right. I feel like his facade was probably cracking a little bit, like even... As he's trying to play it off as nonchalant and like, oh, that's terrible. He's like clearly breaking a little bit inside. Right. Like you got in your groove, but it took you too long to get there. So, yeah. Yeah. Tom said, or Tom slowly and eerily, a smile spreads across his, uh, his face, just hundreds and hundreds of teeth. Many of them no longer actual teeth, but like gold and silver replacements. And he says, well then, Hudson. Let's drop the pretense, huh? Who's this Hudson you be speaking? I mean, I... I be more... I... I... I don't know what you be talking about. Past couple years, I haven't been too kind to you, huh? I... I've never seen you before, mate. I don't know what you're talking about. Hand over the cutlass. I don't feel so confident about that until your... Until your men throw theirs down as well. It's in your best interest to hand the cutlass over. You think, uh... I think we're gonna go easy on you if you don't. Doesn't have to be a fight. Hudson is gonna throw the cutlass down, and then he's going to open up the uh, the barrel of whale oil. All right, that will be. Uh, I'm not gonna have you make a check because your hands are in front of you now. That will mm-hmm. be your action to open it up. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! No reason for us all to go up in flames. All right. All right, mate. Well, I don't know this Hudson, but I'd rather die than. Whatever you're gonna do to me or him, whoever it might be. Make a performance check on a. It's gonna be difficult on a seven, uh, on an eighteen or higher. Then you might be able to talk your way out of this. Inspiration and, uh, yeah. Wait, you said deception or wait, you said performance. Sorry. Performance. Yeah. Okay, I'm take my inspiration on performance and <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Never say Hudson's not a genius again. I mean, Mudson. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so the performance is compelling enough. Um, you are going to be able to make another deception check to um, confound him and uh, make him doubt who you are. I pick up by what you're saying that this Hudson fella might be a mite bit younger than me. So I imagine he has something to live for girl, perhaps, or dreams of the future, but 
I'd be a bitter old man. Uh, sorry for our listeners who are in like their 40s or 50s. I'm just assuming in this world people don't make it much past their 40s or 50s. So um, this is not a slight at people who live in the real world. This is just <laughs> this is good role play. Uh, you're right. welcome. Um, quick educational like tidbit slash correction. The um, the low life expectancy that you'll see touted in history books and whatnot. Uh, that is a misleading statistic. It is that low because of child mortality. Well, okay, thanks for correcting me in the middle of my... <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, thank you. I mean, like, if you, if you made it to, like, yes, every, everything was more deadly, but if you made it to 50, you were as likely as not to make it to 70. Well, you know, in the pirating trade, maybe. <laughs> maybe you would. <laughs> okay, maybe not, maybe not. That's fair. Pirates. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, anyway, sorry to derail you there. <laughs> Do I get, like, anti-inspiration? <laughs> no. Uh, gotcha. you, you can make another deception check. Again, that'd be difficult. It's against his um, his insight, and he has advantage because he's, uh, like, put enough of the pieces together. All right. And that's a um, 24 that you'll need to beat. All right, Hudson is... Uh doing some uh like prayers in his head to all the gods he can think of which again are none and he rolls for deception and he crits (laughs) (laughs) you can't make that up (laughs) uncanny i don't think this is gonna end well for him but wow did he crit right so oh my god not only did he crit he got a 19 on his other roll Right. Um, okay. We've discussed this in previous sessions as well. Um, crits aren't a thing with skill checks, but mm-hmm. I do like to reward them when you get them. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm aware, but I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping for the best. Yeah, what we're gonna do is say, like, he still, he has still discerned that you are actually Hudson. But from, just purely from the crit, you get inspiration again. Alright. Um, okay. That works. So he'll say, um, listen, Hudson, enough of this, all right? You know what I'm here for. You know what you're here for. It's time to square things up, right? I I, I don't really know, you know and what I'm here for, to be honest. I I suppose you caught me. I am Hudson, but mate, I, I don't know. Who are you again? I'm losing my patience with you. We're going to have to do this the long way, right? Is that what you want? I will kill every single person in this room, including you and me. If you take another step forward, he takes. A I would so much rather backwards. die free. I would rather die free than ever let you lay a hand on me. He takes a step backwards and he snaps his fingers. He says, "Rip, you know what to do." And the shark folk hefts his anchor and steps forward. I rip. Are you that much of a fool? You know I'll kill both of us. You know it, mate. You know you pay up the man when Thousand Tooth Tom comes for collecting. You bloody well pay. Aye, but are you are you willing to pay with your life, mate? Because that's are what you? I'm willing to pay. Aye. I don't have much illusion that I'll be living much longer after today. So I'm ready. I'm ready to go now on my own terms. Rather than You'll let hear you take it from me. Thousand Tooth Tom will say from behind the larger shark folk. Oh, Hudson, I plan on you living for a very long time. This ain't about that. I will, I'd rather die than live in whatever hellhole you've concocted for me. Are you willing to put the money where your mouth is? Aye, mate. 
Hudson, I think, starts like. Hudson would start like he's fully committed to this bit. He's gonna start like putting one handed and like scooping like whale oil onto himself. Wow. He is a yeah. He's a cat backed up into a corner, and he's got no choice but to fully commit. Right. Remember, your hands are still cuffed. So in order to do that, I don't see how you can do that without like setting the lantern down, unless you immediately ignite. Can I like if I were to? Oh, that's a good point. Um. Also, since you've been speaking, I assume the the cutlass is still within easy reach, but it's not mm. obviously in your mouth anymore. Yeah. Can I just like dunk my head in whale oil? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like hold the the um, lantern below with my hands, and then just dunk my head in, and then like pull it back out and shake like I'm a wet dog, and then kind of like splatter the room in whale oil as there's like just black substance dripping down my face. In that moment of uh, distraction, where your head is like out of their line of sight, the uh-huh. uh, uh, rip the bodyguard shark bulk is going to try to wrest the lantern away from you. Uh huh. So I will. He's he's far enough away. He has to take a couple steps there. So he's not going to get like advantage or anything from. Yeah. Like essentially, you would both have disadvantage. So I'm just going to say it's a net like contest. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So his athletics against your athletics or acrobatics. Okay, I'm taking athletics. All right. And he is good at this. As am I. And I am not good enough. 12 and a 13. <laughs> Agonizing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he pulls the lantern away from you. Can I try pulling it back? <laughs> you, yes. I will give you one chance to try to pull it back. And then he's All right, I'm taking inspiration. <laughs> All right. All right. And I'm rolling athletics again. And he gets a 16. And I got a 23. <laughs> you got a 23. It's back in your hands. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Hudson, as he, like, grabs it, like, immediately, like, puts it over the, the barrel, and he's like, I may try that one more time. Try that one more time and see what happens. If you touch me, I'm dropping that, and we're all going to hell. Yep, he's gonna try to hit you with his anchor. Um, okay. A, uh, um, 23 against your armor class. <sighs> that does, in fact... That for, hits. um, yeah, for 27 bludgeoning damage. For 27 bludgeoning damage... Um, I'm going to take the parry action. Okay. How much is this priority die? It's an 8, right? Uh, yeah. So it's, so eight. I think it's like a d8 plus your strength or something like that. Okay. D8 plus, it's d8 plus dex. Okay. Um, okay. And that is uh, 6 damage I took off of that. So that's 21 damage, which is still enough to knock you out. Yep. Damn yep. it. Dude, I was that close. I just rolled a little better. You were. I will let you decide as you fall unconscious again mm-hmm. if you drop the lantern in the oil or not. I don't think Hudson was... He he played a good role, but I don't think he was serious. Okay. I was convinced, so you did that very well. Yeah. But I think in fairness, Nathan, there should be a luck roll to see if the lantern lands in the oil as okay. it knocked out. See, what I'm weighing here... It's the mm-hmm. luck and uh, the realization that if it does and it blows up, you're directly in its line of fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to say it doesn't unless I get a 20. And if I get a 20, then somehow it you're like low enough that the ensuing... I don't think it would actually cause an explosion. I think it would just like cause a fire that's very difficult to put out. Um, okay. But 
like, I mean, I think that's more realistic, but it's also like D&D. So we're going to say on a crit, it explodes in Rip's face and you're spared. Okay. I did Damn not crit out of 16. Okay. Well, that didn't go the way I wanted it to. Yeah, that's unfortunate. When you come to, you now have two levels of exhaustion. Oh, boy. Yeah. And you are completely naked and tied down on a table. Aye, this is a bit kinky, mate. And uh, kind of to one side, you know, your vision right now is just the ceiling above you, but when someone speaks, you can look over and you'll see Thousand Tooth Tom standing there. And he says, uh, I, uh, guilty's charged, I guess, but again, you know why you're here, Hudson. Aye, but there are better ways to get me naked. That, no, it's about the money you owe me. Aye, you think I'm some sort of prostitute then, mate? That's not what, uh, listen, remember those loans you took out? That shit no, you I, I actually don't remember those loans. Where's, what, do you have any proof? Yes, you signed the contract. I got it here. I'll go pull it out. Mm-hmm. And he does so. He proffers the contract. It has your signature on it on a couple different like lines and he says you see here this compound interest right and the ship you bought the crew you hired you're up to 632,000 gold I, I I don't know that signature doesn't look like mine I can't read or write so he slams his, his hand down next to you you owe me your life you're mine now you understand that I owe you a good kick in the nuts mate but that's about all and if you let me go now, I won't owe you more than that, but you keep me here and I'll owe, I'll owe ye a long and torturous death. He bears his teeth in something between a grimace and a malicious smile. Mm-hmm. I think he protrudes a knife and goes to work on you. <sighs> Man, I really shouldn't be such an asshole. <laughs> That's seven sanity damage. Wow. He's slow and deliberate. You know, he starts at the fingertips and the palm of the hand, the most sensitive parts of the body. Works his way up to the forearms to get a little bit more blood flow going so that you're lightheaded. You think you're so handsome, huh? Want me to move to your face next? Nah, mate. I think you've made your point. Alright, I'll repay you. I'll repay you. Just drop me at the nearest port and I'll, I'll find the gold. Your track record is not stellar. Well, I was on my way to finding the right amount of gold to pay you off, but then you you kidnapped me. How am I supposed to pay you off if you if you interrupt me, me profits? It's been a year, Hudson. A year is no return. Well, has it been a year in stuff held in calendar terms? Yes, <laughs> yes, you rat. We all use the same calendar. Well, <laughs> sorry. Uh... I can't get over you calling me a rat. <laughs> that's so rude. Well, that's your name, isn't it? What's your name? I, I be, I be Hudson. No, your name is Rat. No, I'm not What's I'm your name? Sure. Well, if my name is Rat, then I don't owe you shit because the name on the contract says Hudson. So I don't know he what to do. He bites your pinky off. <laughs> Hudson, like, howls in pain. But let me, let me try to get a shot at this. I... <laughs> That, that sounded That's three like, more ah, sanity damage. Arr, mate. What the hell? What's your name? It be Pinkyless Hudson. Your name is Rat. He bites Fine. your ring finger off. <laughs> Alright, he bites my ring finger off. Five sanity damage. <sighs> I, um, I, be hot, I be rat, below I three be rat. So you have one level of strain now, so minus one on all d20 rolls. I be a rat. 
Alright, can I go now? Oh, right, no, we're just getting started. What's my name? Sir, Sir Thousand Tooth. Aye, that'll do, I like that. Yes, I like that. And he, like, strokes your face a little bit with his fishy hand. Ugh, or shark's fish. Yes. Okay, alright. Yes, sharks are fish. Audience, can you chime in on whether sharks are fish? And if they aren't, can I get some sanity health back? <laughs> sharks are fish. I just Googled it. Well, I just Googled it and me... said, they're, said they're not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Information wars. Yeah, he he will retreat and leave you just tied up on the table, bleeding from multiple lacerations and from a couple evolutions now. You're missing two fingers on your left hand. Do I think that he's gone? Uh, from the room, yes. You're still obviously on the boat. Uh, I'm gonna start. Uh, Lake Hudson would definitely start crying at this point. Okay. After some time, he comes back in and he says, "Hey, rat, how you feeling?" I be good, sir. I, I've been resting. I got a long rest in since you've been gone, so me exhaustion level is down one. I'll give you a luck roll for that. Eleven or higher, you have a long rest. Hey, let's go. One level of exhaustion, not two. Uh, I also rolled a hit die to get some sanity health back. Nice. And I got 12. Nice. Let's go. So that doesn't quite negate. I mean, now I only have three sanity damage. Right. Um, yeah, so that means that you you still have strain, but on your next long rest, you can make a wisdom saving throw to try to remove that. All right. Well, no, sorry, we've we've been doing it that the other way. You could you could do the hit die and then do the long rest. So you can go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw now. Okay. DC fifteen to try to remove the strain. Eighteen, baby. Nice. Let's go. All right. No strain. No strain for now. Uh huh. Only three sanity damage. Right. Um. He says, "Well, rat, I'm glad you're uh, glad you're well rested. Ready for some dinner?" I I I don't know that a rat deserves dinner, sir. <laughs> of course he did. I mean, we're, uh, we're gonna be good friends, you and me, right? Aye, yes, sir. As, as good of friends as you want us to be. Oh, you know, that's right, that's right. You're, uh, we've got a lifetime together ahead of us. Let's make the most of it. Come on, come on, let's get you clothes, get you to dinner. Hudson goes along with whatever happens. Alright, he, yeah, he'll clothe you, he'll take you to, like, the mess hall where the, um, the clothes larger shark cell. How uh, no, he'll, he'll like he'll throw you clothes and tell you to put them on. Oh, bummer! I was gonna ask how romantic it was. <laughs> do you want me to luck roll that? Yes, I do actually. Okay, um, sixteen or higher is romantic. I got a fifteen. Okay, well that's like a enemies to lovers sort of situation, I think, in that situation. Right, right. Like he'll he'll still help you dress. It's just not romantic. But there's a little spark. A little spark. He takes you to dinner. Uh, along with the captain of the vessel, which is Grizzle the Walrus Folk, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of the crew members. the Both of the other Shark Folk mercenaries are there. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, uh, Grizzle and the Shark Folk are making small talk. Tom is making small talk as well. What is, what is Hudson doing? Hudson, I think, is sitting there kind of blankly, agreeing with whatever Tom says to him, and acting rather polite for Hudson. Okay. And, uh... But he's not eating much, I will say. Okay. Yeah, and the meal comes to an end, and Tom says, All right, Rahel, let's, let's get you back to your room, okay? Aye, uh, yes, sir. Right, right. And he'll lead you down. 
and he'll close the door, and with his cane, he just starts laying into you. <sighs> what, you didn't like the food? You want to insult Grizzle like that? Grizzle's our captain. We're his guests. How could you embarrass me like that? Hudson, I think, would, like, move to, like, cover his face, you know, and, like, try to, like, ward off the beating, but he wouldn't make, a, like, an offensive move towards um, Tom. Yeah, and uh, it's going to lead to four bludgeoning damage and six sanity damage. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right. Hudson definitely doesn't do anything to fight back. Then he tells you, get back on the table. Let me strap you down again for the night. You pathetic rat. Hudson, like, bows meekly and says nothing. Because he knows if he opens his mouth, it's going to be worse for him. Right. Um, he, yeah, he'll get you back on the table, tie you down, and then he'll waterboard you for no apparent reason. Giving you an extra level of exhaustion. Gotcha. So now I'm at three levels? Uh, two. Because you removed one from the... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hudson, yeah, like, kicks his legs out, of course, as, you know, water is being sprayed in his face, but he doesn't do anything to, like, fight back or curse at Tom anymore. Right. Yeah. After after doing so, Tom will leave you strapped to the table and leave through him. Mm-hmm. Pull back out of character for a minute. I have been mentally preparing myself to play a despicable person for several days, and it's still really tough on me, so I'm... Uh, so you're letting me go? I'm not letting you go. I am okay to go day by day if that is what you would prefer to look for, like, an opportune time mm-hmm. to escape. I'm, I would prefer we can, that, yes. Okay, we will continue playing day by day then. So it's been a couple days on the boat. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, he'll come in on the next morning. He'll say, uh, "Hey, hey, rat! I've got a got a question for you." Ah, uh, yes, sir. What can I help you with? Uh, favor for your for your master, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Aye. And he's like untying you as he's talking to you. I would never mind something like that. Uh, honorable deed for me, master. Yeah. Um. Down. Down on the. Um. In the hole. The floor below you, the floor where uh, where I first found you again. Um, there's a crate of oranges. Would you mind uh, going to uh, uh, get one for me? No, sir. It would be no problem for me. All right. I'll uh, I'll be waiting here. I've got to work through some documents. Hudson's just going to go do it. Okay. And uh, um, Tom acts elated when you get it back. He's like, yes, good rat. That's amazing. You're um, you're one of the best ones I've ever found, right? You know, you're, uh, you're a, real, a real keeper. Aye, sir. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I don't think he would do much else on this third day of the voyage. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, he doesn't invite you to dinner again. He gives you like some scraps, some moldy bread, some, uh, some lukewarm water or mm-hmm. lukewarm ale, I guess, because it keeps better on the boat. Yeah. He still ties you back down to the table. You can regain some health or some sanity. Um. I mean, you can regain both, but remember, you only have like two hit dice at this point yeah because you only regain well you regain do i have again um you're back to maximum health after a long rest minus four from the four yeah okay that's what i thought yeah um and i have three hit dice now right because of long rest um correct because you were down to one and you regain two every long rest yeah um i'll use the hit dice for sanity damage okay and i got another crit they're not crit, but I know they got another max sanity damage, so I'm down right. to zero sanity damage. I'm very sane. Unbreakable. Yeah. I'm incredibly sane. I'm maybe too sane. Right. I am the sanest president we've ever had. Cut that, cut that. We don't do politics. <laughs> the third, or I guess the fourth night passes and merges into the fourth day. 
he'll open the door. Uh, he'll come in and start untying you. He says, uh, uh, you think you could get me another orange? Uh, maybe a, a flag and a veil, too? Ah, uh, yes, sir. Of course I could. Uh, thank you, Rat. Hudson does it. There's no... He just does it. All right. And uh, um, when uh, Thousand Tooth Tom takes a drink of the ale, he spews it out on your face. And he says, this ale's hot. What, what are you trying to do? You trying to, like, uh, poison me? You don't think I deserve, like, nice, cool ale? I know, sir. I, I suppose it took me too long to get back upstairs. It's, it is me fault. Well, go get some better, go get some better stuff for me. Uh, Hudson runs back down and runs to, uh, like an ale barrel. Three sanity damage. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Thank you. Thank you, Rat. Hey, you wanna, um, you wanna come to dinner again tonight? Uh, if it would please, it would please ye, sir. I, I want you to be well fed and happy. I... Yeah, come on, come on. Guys would like seeing you again. Yes, sir, and I, I'll be make, I'll make sure to be polite to our hosts. Oh, I, I trust you will. Don't, don't worry too much about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is still mid-morning, but he'll, um, he'll fetch you, like, late afternoon mm-hmm. from your uh, chamber. I'll give you this because you're still pretty sane. Like, every time he leaves the room, you hear, like, a, a wooden, um, bolt falling on the outside. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, he, um, yeah, he comes back and makes sure you're clothed. He's he's letting you keep your um, like keep some breeches on at this point, uh, protect mm-hmm. a little decency. Um, takes you to dinner, and uh, yeah, it's the same group. They're pretty chatty. Hudson eats what I think would be considered like a normal amount of food, and you know responds when people talk to him, but mostly in like yes or no, or but he's very amiable. Yeah, and uh, at one point. Um, after some such response, um, Grizzle, the walrus folk, he'll say, This, this guy is no, like, this guy's not much fun at all. Like, all he, all he ever does is, like, a couple, one or two word responses. Like, I, I thought you, there was more to you than that. And, uh, the, the two shark folk folks kind of nod along. They're like, yeah, yeah, he's not, there's not much to do this one. And Thousand Tooth Tom bolts up and he says, What are you talking about? What are you, what do you know about that? There's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Don't insult Rat like that, right? Do not do that again. And he's like jabbing at each of them with his cane. And they're all like clearly cowed by him. And he turns and looks at you and he says, Are you okay, Rat? I'm sorry they treat you that way. Are you okay? Aye, sir. Thank you for speaking up for me. I, I, I'm sorry for disappointing your friends. Well, that was unprovoked. No, you're, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Don't. The, it's, it's that lot. They're all losers. Come on. We don't, we don't need to mess with them. And he'll, uh, lead you back down to the room. Mm-hmm. Um, seven sanity damage. <sighs> okay. I think, does that put you back at less than three quarters? Um, wait, let me do the math again. I think you were back up to maximum, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you'd, you'd be at 20 out of 27, which is, um, half of 27 is 13, half of 13 is 6. So at 19 is three quarters, so you're still fine. Okay, gotcha. And he says... Uh, like he gets you back to the room, he says, "Again, I'm, I'm sorry about them. I'll believe me. I'll be talking to them. They need to know to respect you, right? Right, Rap? Aye, sir. If they be disrespecting me, they be disrespecting yourself. That's right. That's right. And he'll um, put his like fish fingers on your face. <sighs> Hudson returns a sh- shudder, though. Okay. And he'll say, uh, "You know, Rap, there's one other thing you could do tonight that it made me real happy." Aye, sir, what can I do for you? Here, get back on that table there. I'll, uh, 
I, I'd really like to waterboard you again, okay? Aye, sir, if it's a pleasey. It will, it will. Oh, thank you, Rai, you understand. And yeah, we'll do that again. So that's another... Basically, he's maintaining you at two levels of exhaustion. Yeah. Oh, good rat, good rat. I thank you, sir. Whatever pleases he pleases your rat. Yeah. Um, I think we are at an impasse while you are on the boat. Am I mistaken in that? You might be. Because this sort of routine could go on for another, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Just because it's going to be more of the same. Like, he's going to keep you as consistently... Well, when we go to dinner next time, what's at the dinner table? Okay, okay. So next time you go to dinner, we're going to say that's... You've probably lost track, but for, like, mechanical calendar purposes, this is nine days into your trip. Mm-hmm. It's the same crew, Tom and uh, Grizzle, Rip and Shred. And it's salt pork. You got forks and knives and uh, uh, ale. Mm-hmm. And some fruit, some citrus fruit, oranges and kiwis. Gotcha. Um, can Hudson stealth check and grab a knife? Uh, yes. All right. Um, Perception 17. 17. Oh, 10. Never mind. Oh. I yeah, saw your number as I rolled. Yeah. Can Hudson drop the knife then? Like, pretend like he wasn't taking it? He, was, he just, like, dropped it? Sure. Make a performance check. All right. Performance eight, shit. Yeah, against a sixteen. So, yeah, it, or uh, Tom grabs you by the ear, grabs your knife, and like pulls you downstairs. You can stop me at any point if you physically resist, but he's gonna like pummel you back down onto the table and then go to work with the knife that you were trying to take. Oh God, yeah. You don't no. take stuff from Tom. You don't take stuff from Tom's friends. What do you think you're trying to do, Rat? Huh? I, I, I don't know, sir. I, I, I dropped it, and it just... I, I meant to pick it up, and then... I, I didn't know what to do, sir. I, I, I didn't want to embarrass you, so I didn't want to put it back on the table and admit that I dropped it. I, I apologize, Stop sir. lying to me. I'm not lying, sir. I, I honestly... Well, don't make that mistake. Honest to all the gods of the ocean and, and the lands lands on top of it, I, I didn't... I didn't lie to you. I wouldn't do that, sir. Yeah, he's... Uh keep um, carving up with that knife and then push off with another can I not roll deception yeah you can you can roll deception I mean he's still that's not gonna change what he does um it might Fourteen. it might change his uh he might believe that you were being legitimate in your I rolled a 14 Shit. yeah he got a 22 oh. so from that whole um exchange it's gonna be that could have been so much worse uh-huh. it's 10 insanity damage yeah okay from like what feels to be like hours of knives and waterboards, and it's uh, sorry, ten standard da- damage and an exhaustion. So, again, with your completing your long rest, you'd be still maintaining two, two mm-hmm. levels exhaustion. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna roll another hit die for um, sanity healing. Oh, whoops, eleven. Okay. Which so, uh, I'm trying to think brings me back up to a twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll have you make a wisdom saving throw, DC 15. You did get down to half sanity, so you're going to be at either one or two points of strain, depending on if you can make mm. the save. 19 on the wisdom nice. saving Okay, so throw. only one one level of strain. You can remove that this time tomorrow. Okay, yeah. All right, well, Hudson learned his lesson. He's not going to try anything else on the boat, on the ship, I mean. Okay. Yeah, it's a ship, not a boat. Get it straight. 
We're crossing the streets. I see what you did there. I see. The sea um, is icy. I I know where we be. <laughs> okay. Um, you can interrupt me, but it will mm-hmm. be a total of three weeks or 24 days. Again, eight-day weeks in this world. Mm-hmm. When you finally do dock. If you don't try anything before docking, then we'll pass forward. No, Hudson, uh... And if there's not any day that Tom lets him out of his sight, then Hudson just kind of submits for the rest of the time. Yeah. And, um, because because of the, like, psychological torture he's putting you through, but also because of your absolutely, like, unbreakable resolve, we're going to say you maintain your current conditions. So mm-hmm. one level of strain, two levels of exhaustion, and uh, 21 uh, sanity out of 27. So you're slightly above three quarters, but you're still at one level of strain. Gotcha, okay. And he, uh, so you all arrive at a port. I, uh, believe you would have seen this port before. Go ahead and make a history check. Okay. We're gonna say DC, like, 7. Okay, 11. Okay, yeah, so you can decide whether you've been here before, but you at least know what it is. This is Rick's Port, which is Mm -hmm. one of the prominent port cities of the mainland of West Anaco. Yeah, I've been here. Definitely yeah. not for. Uh, I've only been here to like the taverns and the uh, the harbor, you know. But yeah, I've just like there. stop off and resupply all of that. Yeah, resupply on rum, but yeah. Yeah. So he, um, you know, you are not bound up or anything. You're in a like peasant's clothes, but and I imagine your beard is pretty like full at this point, mm-hmm. and probably disheveled. You know, you look like a sailor that's been on on the sea for twenty four days, but yeah. Otherwise, you're as cleaned up, and your wounds are concealed as much as possible, and Rip, Shred, and Tom will saunter off of the boat, and Tom will kind of gesture for you to accompany him. I follow, yeah. All right. Hudson would know that there's not much chance of anyone in the entire, you know, area turning on Tom or anything, that the city guard's under his pay, probably, so... Right, and he'll take you to, like, a warehouse that looks kind of run down and crummy on the outside, but is absolutely, like, opulent on the inside. Mm-hmm. It says, pretty nice, all right? This is where we're gonna stay now. Aye, it's, it's gorgeous, sir. It's be more beautiful than I remembered. And uh, he'll settle you in for the night. He'll give you an actual bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, still, he still ties you down to the bed. Gotcha. And then, uh, as he does, he waterboards you, and then leaves you to sleep. <sighs> Stop me at any point if I time-lapse too far. The next morning comes, and he comes into your room. He says, Oh, hey, Brad, it's, uh... Man, I'm glad we're back in the town now, aren't you? Back in the city? Aye, sir, it's it's be good to be in a lively place. Right. Don't get me wrong, don't get get me wrong. I love love a good ship, I love a good sail, but uh, three weeks on the the sea is kind of a lot for me. Aye, it's be good to be on solid ground. Right, right. Hey, I uh, I have a grocery list here for you. Uh, you can you go to the the local uh, market and find these items for me? Aye, sir. I I suppose I can. What what be the items? Oh, just a couple books and a few groceries. I have a list here, and he hands you a little piece of paper. I I can do that. All right, hurry back, hurry back. I am uh, excited to start on the new reading. Um, yeah, Hudson will just go by buy all the stuff that uh, Tom asked for. All right, so you get. A few issues of uh, exotic fishes. You get a new uh, dime novel from the uh, archaeologist and uh, author, um, Divin Scober. And mm-hmm. uh, you get just some basic groceries, you know, some bread, 
some oranges, uh, some fish. Mm-hmm. I think Hudson, too, when he's getting all these, like, uh, books and periodicals, he would see, like, uh, an issue of Tea and, uh, or, um, tea and Honey Quarterly and, mm-hmm. like, sigh and then turn away very quickly. Yeah, it probably has, it's one of the ones with Clacker on the front page. Yeah, there's a little, like, sad song playing from the, the band outside. Northwest Passage. <laughs> That's a very sad song. It is. And you go back? And I go back. All right. Oh, good lad, good lad. Yes, let's look, look through these. Very nice. Thank you. And he'll uh, hand off the groceries to one of his lackeys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hand narration over to you at this point. Mm-hmm. He is going to do similar things for the foreseeable future, so you can kind of describe how long this goes on before you try anything. You have been uh, very cooperative, and he has no sort of magical way to determine your actual sanity level. Mm -hmm. So, blending mechanics with narrative a little bit, he thinks you're around what would be like one quarter sanity, and you're around three quarters, and he is not aware of that. Okay. Um, Yeah, so you you can take over narration here for a minute. I'll step in if you need it. When is his birthday? Hmm. I'm going to make a luck check to see if you know that or not, or see if you've been able to find that anywhere. Actually, are you proficient in investigation? I am not. Okay. Just a straight luck check, then. You will know on a roll of 15 or higher. It's a one. <laughs> I'm like a husband who forgets his wife's birthday. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Actually, that's going to be one of the nights that's, like, particularly brutal for you, is he'll come in... Rat, I can't believe you forgot my birthday. How could you? I thought we were closer than this. Shit. You, after all this time we've been together. And, you know, he'll lay into you and all of that. Boy. Um, when are any major holidays or, like, feast days, times of revelry? Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it was late spring when you got kidnapped. So it's mm-hmm. early summer now. Yeah. Yeah, so early summer is going to have some... Some holidays about the uh, Tolden monarchy, Rickard Tolden being the current ruler of West Annika. Late summer, early fall is going to have like harvest festivals as the crops ripen and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, so you're probably a week or two out from some royalty festivals. I'm going to wait for one of those big festival days before making my move. Okay, nice. So the uh, continual psychological and physical torture is... um, Honestly, at this point, like, you're you're used to it. You can just kind of dissociate and wait for it to be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's gone on for six weeks by the time the festival starts. Yeah. Does he have anything special for me on a feast day, or is, like, he doing anything special? Um, he, yeah, he'll be getting ready. He's gonna, like, make some appearances. He's not giving any public speeches or anything, but he'll be, he'll be present. He'll be enjoying the festivities. He, uh, um... Is he gonna be drinking? He will be drinking. Are you asking him about any of this? Uh, no. I think I'm, like, observing what he says to, you know, his business partners and his, like, right. man. Yeah, so he'll, um, right, because he'll have you present at a lot of his meetings, because he thinks he has you completely whipped. He'll, like, shout you out as kind of a status symbol. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he, he frequently drinks, like, in, uh, uh, in moderation, you've never seen him drink in excess, but mm-hmm. he um, he's definitely a little bit in his cups uh, a couple days into the holiday. Um, when he 
the first, uh, I'll say this, the first two days of the holiday, which is a week-long celebration, um, he will go out into the streets and he'll leave you locked up in your room uh, mm-hmm. with a guard outside. Or actually, at this point, he, he wouldn't even have a guard outside, so if you want to make a move in that way, you could try to. Yeah. Otherwise, on day three, he... Well, no, I'll, I'll put it back to you after those first two days. Hudson stays patient. Hudson doesn't make a move. Okay. So, day three, he's, like, nursing a hangover, but he's already drinking again. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, complaining about some debts that haven't been paid and some nobles he's going to have to go rough up and secure payment. Mm-hmm. He says, well, I guess I shouldn't let this get too into my head, right? I mean, still, I can take care of this after the festival. So good time for everyone. I sir, to be a time of joy and celebration. He's going to say, yeah, go back to your room. I'll, I'll get you in the evening when I come back. Aye, sir. I, I hope you have a good time. I'll, I'll be getting me arrested. As you should. As you should. And he'll um, he'll go back out for the festival. Um, I will say, it's been a couple days of him being, like, particularly unconcerned with you. So he would have forgotten to, like, waterboard you and keep your exhaustion going. So mm-hmm. you... I don't think you would have exhaustion anymore. You still have one level of strength. No okay. exhaustion. Gotcha. All right. And is the door locked to my room? Uh, luck check. Could go either way. He's like pragmatic, but he's also drunk on his own power. Yeah. Seven or higher, it's unlocked. Nineteen. Door is unlocked. Let's go. All right. Um, Hudson like waits for like an hour after mm-hmm. he hears he doesn't hear that like bar fall down. So he, it's the first time in weeks and months that he hasn't heard, like, a door closed followed immediately by that, like, loud slam. So right. he, he, um, I think he takes full advantage. He opens it, and he, uh, he sneakily, like, as sneakily as possible, but still going fast, um, kind of, like, half jogs, half, you know, crouches, you know what I mean, and tries to make his way out of the house and down into the harbor. All right, I made another luck roll, and I got a seven. So um, you make it through a hallway before another attendant sees you. And he says, let's see, we're in West Annika, not Pender How now, so let me get my accent straight. Uh-huh. What, what are you doing there, lad? Aren't you I, supposed to be in your room? I, but uh, Master told me to go fetch him some more rum. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, go ahead and make a um, exception or performance, your choice. Uh, I'm taking this. Has no reason to disbelieve you, so he's gonna have disadvantage. Okay, I got eight. Shit, he got a critical. Well, he had disadvantage, so he got a nine. Oh yeah, but I still got an eight. <laughs> you still got an eight, but he doesn't like he he pauses and he's suspicious, but he doesn't immediately immediately raise an alarm. It's like, oh, very well, very well. Go ahead. I will. Well, can can you help me then, mate? I I don't know where the rum is. He's never really let me down into the cellars. Oh, fine. Yes, it's this way. And he'll lead you toward um, a set of stairs going down into the ground. Uh-huh. And then at the top of the stairs, he'll gesture and he'll say, it's just down there. Um, is there a lock on this door? Can I see? Um, there's not a... So there's a doorway, and then there's stairs leading down, and then there's a closed door at the bottom of the stairs. I is it behind the door? I, I don't know. He doesn't let me out very often like this. Yes, it's right behind the door there. You just have to go down and get the rub. Is it is it locked? No, it's not locked. Uh, all right, mate. I th- thanks for all your help. I I won't be keeping you from your duties anymore. And Hudson goes down the stairs and opens the door. All right, and you're very aware that this man has not moved. He's standing at the top of the stairs still. Mm-hmm. Um, Hudson goes and grabs like 
two bottles of the finest rum he can see. Mm-hmm. And he brings them back. No checks up. required for that. You know your rum. Yeah. And he brings them back up, and he uh, he like kind of nods at the man, and he's like, "I will." He's got a he's got a carriage waiting for me down the street. I I, I better be moving, otherwise, otherwise, you know, it'll be. And like Hudson kind of gestures to like his missing fingers, like he like nods towards them. I'm gonna give you a luck check for sympathy. It's the thirteen. God, this guy is not sympathetic. He's not. Um, notably, he has all ten fingers, so he has not tested the waters. He just kind of shrugs and goes about his business. Okay. He leaves the room, so you're alone now. Hudson goes immediately towards the uh, front door. Actually, the servant's door. Okay. No, 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 the front door. Because there's lots of... I'm assuming there's servants in the kitchen. Hudson does this, too. Like, he walks towards the front door, and then he walks back towards the servant's door, and then he walks back towards the front door. Because he's aware there's more help, you know, servants waiting in, like, the bottom and the back of the house. All right. Um... Luck DC 14 for there not to be guards. Oh. It means there aren't guards at the front door. <laughs> oh, what a relief. All right, well, Hudson opens the front door gingerly. He tries to go slowly as to not arouse caution, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. He kind of wants to go fast a little bit and be like, if anyone asks, I will, uh, Master, ask me to bring this for him and, and his partners. Right. So I, I, I got to go. I got to go. Um, and. He starts making his way towards, like, kind of where the feast is at, like the center of the city, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at, like, the last possible turn that diverges towards the harbor, he takes that and he starts um, jogging. All right. And uh, luck DC um, 13 to not be seen by any of Tom's associates in <sighs> this town, which is very much in Tom's pocket. Uh-huh. Nine. So you are spotted. Wait, what's that 14 roll for? <laughs> Oh, that was for an earlier one. It was the same thing as you were leaving the, um, gotcha. leaving the manor. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so there's a, uh, hey, isn't that Rod? What's Rod doing here? Aye, sir. I, I, oh, master told me to take his, his rum to him on his ship, on his yacht. Um, I, th- I think that's where we're going to leave it for the night. Oh. You're, okay. um, yeah, you're being confronted by a, a group of, uh, first, first one guy, and then a couple others come over. So there's now three, three people here. Uh-huh. Um, the docks are in sight, but so too is another eternity of slavery. Gotcha. Okay. This has been the kaleidosphere to whom the sea belongs. Uh, you know what to do. It's an interlude, so I don't feel like going through the whole thing. We'd love to hear from you. I would love to know what you think of this show. I know it was this particular episode was kind of rough, so I hope you don't all like hate my guts after this. Uh, this campaign is dedicated to I do <laughs> character relationships and friend relationships don't have to be. No, analogous. my character hates the DM's guts. Okay, Hudson can hate me. Coincidentally, I also hate the DM's guts. <laughs> this campaign is dedicated to Brandon, who we hold in loving memory. To Whom the Sea Belongs is a campaign set in the Kaleidosphere. That's kale like the vegetable. Ido, I-D-O, sphere. Join us next week as we find out what's going on with the rest of the party. I, I'm rat. I don't, I don't hurt a soul.